How we doing, prolific people? Welcome to the Prolific Podcast. This podcast exists to encourage one another to abide in Jesus. And as a result, bear fruit that truly lasts. This is Joey. And I'm Alejo. You ready? Let's do this. We're just going to go, Joey, because if we don't go, we're just going to continue to talk about how we're going to go. We're going to go. <laughs> We've literally been talking about how we're going to start this podcast uh, for like... Not just start it, but just... Like, what, I mean, there's so much to talk so about. Much, so much to talk so we, about. So we pray, Lord, we pray mm-hmm. before we start that whatever needs to be said, mm-hmm. whatever needs to be said, because we have so much, Joey has mm-hmm. so much, I have so much, whatever needs to be said as we are sharing with people about our journey with you. This about our journey with you. Pornography was involved, but this is about our journey with you and in our walk with you. And um, and I pray and I believe that that there will be people in this uh, that that hear this podcast that even if that's not what they deal with, that they would get some truth that helps them with something else that they're dealing with. In Jesus' name, Amen. So the question I have to ask you. How many shower covenants have you made with God? Shower covenants. What are shower covenants, Joey? Oh, man. (laughs) Shower covenants are, at least for me, was how many times after my lust, after sin, after pornography, Mm -hmm. I would go and cleanse myself Mm -hmm. physically. Like literally, I would I would walk into that and like I and I'd be weeping, Mm -hmm. or I would be um, saddened, or I'd just be genuinely mad like so frustrated so pissed off at my flesh Mm -hmm. that i would do this again that i would look at that again that Mm -hmm. i would take this action again like you know better right and and i would do it over and over again and so i would make shower covenants like i i wouldn't even i would make a covenant before god right but it happened to always be in the shower Mm -hmm. of like god i'm never there's never some, gonna there's something look at about that again. water hitting your head and cleansing you as you pray right? yeah. and like like um and so man i would make shower covenants to the lord of god i will never look pornography again i will never do this you know the scripture that one of the scriptures that freed me was job 31 1 you know i make a covenant with my eyes to not look upon a woman lustfully like mm-hmm. like that that was something i would quote and say lord i make a covenant with my eyes as i'm making a covenant with you that i will not do mm-hmm. this right and and so the reason why i ask you that is how many times has that happened because of the battle, because of the fight, because of lust, because yeah. of pornography. How many covenants have you made? You know, it's an interesting thing about that question. So the answer is way more times than I wish I yeah. could admit, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, thankful, thankfully, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, Jesus has the power to bring forth freedom and to bring forth um the kind of life change that nobody on the earth um, could think is possible, and so I'm grateful for Jesus because uh, I had I've had in the past a lot of moments like that. And uh, you know what's interesting about what you're saying, Joey, and how you asked that question. You know, I was I was addicted, or at least involved with pornography, way before. I felt it be as wrong as it as mm. it is mm. because I knew pornography before I knew Jesus, right? So I um and by knew Jesus I mean before I was saved. So I didn't have a scripture in my in my arsenal, yeah. You know, to to know that even looking at a woman lustfully mm. that that was an issue. Mm. Um. Um, all I had was great desires mm-hmm. for blank, right? And, and um, there was the fulfillment. And yeah. I was surrounded by a lot of uh, people that um, were involved with it and that were not ashamed of it. Like celebrated. Right, it. celebrated, yeah. especially yeah. like young men and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So that that was the case for me when i was uh younger and i but i I will say this and this you know proves true what the book of romans says that i always knew it was wrong Mm. you know i always knew it was something i needed to hide to do Mm -hmm. and that's something i can do in the light which now by the way which now in the world that we live in 
it's a can't you tell the sin wants to come out and parade itself in the oh, absolutely. light now absolutely yeah yeah it's not scared anymore yeah. and uh, yeah every time i made those covenants man like i truly i truly in that moment meant it with all the fathom of my spirit yet over and over again my actions would show who is my owner who is my lord who's your master that, that myself was that god was a far-off lord and king for me and that i was okay with the moment of satisfaction right now then grabbing hold that freedom is worth the sacrifice and like over and over again i'd make this covenant to the lord with an overwhelming desire that i would be free but like i never even knew how to be free i didn't know how to walk in it i didn't know what steps to take i didn't know even what steps not to take and i would even look at the tree i would continue to be so fixated on the tree and i'd continue to ram my snowboard into it because i continued to focus and fixate my eyes on be free be free don't look at porn don't look at porn don't look at porn don't look at don't 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 wham and i'd be like this because all my eyes were only ever fixated on it over right. and over and over again yeah um what's interesting about what you're saying um you know i realize more and more now as i'm older that the lord sorry i made the sound that the lord doesn't need my vows hmm. and but but I, what i mean by that is not necessarily my vow you know i make i make a vow with my life to god that i'm going to follow him but there are vows that we make in our in our lives that are vows of shame mm. not vows of true loyalty to him mm -hmm. does that make sense and right. so when when you talk about those shower uh covenant that shower yeah. repentance yeah. that shower yeah. covenant those are those are in my opinion and in my experience there were moments when i knew i was wrong and instead of sitting and being wrong mm -hmm. my escape was to make that vow even if i truly was ashamed um my escape was to make that vow and i and i really believe that those vows are very much useless mm. in it, to him because now i understand that now i understand that it is not by vows that we are set free it is by truth that we are set free and 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 god I, it, it, it's so funny. I we've written, we've spent so much time preparing for this, and now we start talking, and now like the Lord's just giving me like a whole different thing. Of course, I um, realize that the most honoring way I can live my life with God is not to promise Him my change, but to faithfully bring myself to a place where I can change. Even if when I'm wrong, I sit where I am wrong mm -hmm. for a while. Um, and so, I, so I'll tell you, like, as you asked me about those shower covenants, again, I just feel like there were a time for me to escape when I didn't know how to be free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I didn't mean, know how. And I think sometimes I, I could agree and I can disagree with that. Mm -hmm. I think... As always, my as, as always, uh, we both <laughs> we, we can we, we, we well, which we, I love. You yes, know, we talked about this prior. Absolutely, is, is I love that it's you and I have um, uh, similar opinions on the truth, and then there's there's uh, some things that we just we agree and disagree. I love that, mm -hmm. um, and even in this topic, there's so much power. But like for me, I had genuine like true repentance at some moments, and then other moments, I would 100 percent agree that it was out of shame. I felt this like. Oh God, will you forgive well, me? Let's because define, I felt let's the, define the, repentance though. Correct. Let's repentance define repentance. Is 180. 180, right? So like, 180. Because repentance, so that's good. That's good to yeah. set right now. Yeah. So what is repentance? Because mm -hmm. we, because there are things, bro, do you know that narcissists mm -hmm. feel bad about what they do? Correct. Yep. And, and they gaslight their way into putting themselves in a position to redo it. Mm-hmm and feel bad about it again right and redo it it's a cycle Correct. of well it's insanity it's a cycle it's insanity right. doing the same thing expecting different yeah, results but this is the thing yeah it's it's not even i, I don't think because when the truth really hits your heart and your your heart is truly influenced by the truth the only option when the truth really hits you is change it's change and so let's define repentance and say, I will tell you, I felt bad in the shower many times. Mm -hmm. 
I have felt bad in the shower many times. But that doesn't mean I repent it. And, and, and I'll say this. I'll say, I'll give grace to my old, my past self. Mm-hmm. And I'll give grace to the, to the moment where I was powerless. I felt powerless mm-hmm. against the things that were mastering me. Mm-hmm. There were moments where I just didn't know how to be free, one. And two... The discomfort of not being the person I wanted to be was so deep that I just wanted to escape it. And three, and this is the part that's going to make people uncomfortable, is the Lord was taking me on a journey because some people are set free the moment they're saved. Right. From some have Saul to Paul. Yeah. Some have a Peter. Well, and listen, uh, there, there are some people that radically get saved and put drugs on a on mm-hmm. a on a mm-hmm. platform, and there's you, you know, and they're that, literally that's, done. That's it, right? They're done. Now there mm-hmm. are other people that don't. And uh, like, bro, I, I believe the Lord called me to lead worship mm-hmm. while I was still enslaved mm-hmm. to pornography mm-hmm. because my working out my salvation with fear and trembling daily mm-hmm. was working out. The Bible says that he is the author and the perfecter of our faith, mm-hmm. right? He was authoring and perfecting my faith. Mm-hmm. As I as I played a part in his kingdom, mm-hmm. he was authoring and perfecting the parts and he is still authoring and perfecting the parts of my life that don't match the truth of who he has called me to be mm-hmm. on that cross. Yeah. You know what I'm so let's let's talk about this for a second because we kind of we kind of jumped over something. Um, <laughs> we jumped over a lot of stuff and we're doing our best to to have a uh, uh, yeah on topic here. Um, when was when was the time that like you first encountered it? Because so for me, mm-hmm. um, I was uh, all I know is I was between the ages of ten and twelve. I know that, and I encountered it watching it you know um i was watching a t- tv show um i used to watch slam ball um on uh spike tv and bro i love bro it was my favorite if i i loved it slam ball was like trampoline and basketball it was freaking yes it was my favorite things in the world um and one day a commercial came on and i was like what the heck is this and and i was young i not a clue what anything was going so on. So you remember the very and, first commercial? Oh, dude, I, I literally, I can picture it. Wow. I can literally, Crazy. it like, like I have such a picture memory and like memories just burn into my head in general. And um, if I was to look back at when I first, like, like that may not have been the very first time it truly encountered me, but I remember the first time it planted its seeds in me. Like, and it started to try to produce roots in me was that night. Right. And then the next night I stayed up late again, again to watch, uh, uh, slam ball. And then I did it again and the commercial came on, did it again. And I started. So the first time I changed it, I was like, what the heck is it? I changed the channel. Second night I like watched halfway. I was like, this is weird. Change the channel. Right. Third night I, I watched the whole thing. And I was like, was that that's so weird and like that's just like why do i feel the way that i'm feeling da, 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 right and then from that point it it led to me searching the website it led to me and it just started right and even this in is that, back on the it, days by the way yeah for for you younger people listening to this yeah where I, I like i encountered pornography joey when you couldn't search for it right yeah like i encountered i encountered pornography when something on TV, yep, late night hours would yep. come on, yep, and it would catch you off guard, yep. So, bro, so I'm watching, like, I'm watching freaking slam ball, dudes right. jumping and tackling each other in the midair, and then it's like, <gasps> boom, and it would like switch commercial. I'm like, what is happening? And then I change the channel, right? And so through through that whole process, that alone showed what what sin and lust um, will start numbing you if you allow it to continue. Because I wasn't supposed to be up that late. You know, it's freaking midnight, one o'clock in the morning. I'm ten. I'm ten years old, eleven years old. Like, you know, my parents would have a clue I'm up, right? And I'm just watching because that's the only time this TV show was on, and I enjoyed it. And we didn't have. There was no such thing as recording stuff back then. All right, I had to go get no a VCR. Netflix, and, no. Yeah, I had TiVo. But you remember TiVo? I had freaking TiVo, and and I had to record the show and watch it and like all that stuff. And so, so that was when I like first encountered it, and it took root in me. From that early age and i mean i battled it through high school through middle school i battled it through my ministry school in college i battled it through even at times of being a youth pastor like like and again the battle of it, it when i was younger it was a daily fight and as i got older the fight changed 
and you know where it became a monthly or a quarterly or a yearly like knocking right um but that's kind of when it it really started in me and the roots established what would you say like the beginning battle for you like how early was it for you because i think sometimes people don't understand that it, it takes root in the very beginning and yeah. then you don't realize what's happening it's weird man so my, my journey with it was it has been strange because um i so i encountered I, I encountered it probably around the time probably i i can't i don't remember i definitely don't remember seeing the first remembering remember the first thing i saw um what i do remember is that i knew older kids that knew all about it that's what i remember i remember my cousin and his friends like everybody like knew about this and it was kind of like this like hidden mm -hmm. content that they had this hidden like society that they had um and uh it was like discussed and you know that's like around the time when i started to learn not like hear about things like masturbation like mm -hmm. all that stuff mm -hmm. i didn't know um i didn't know what i didn't know you know um what's interesting about my journey is that i encountered it i pro because i because i didn't know how to find it right mm. i probably didn't dabble in, in it yeah. very much um and i it and i didn't encounter encounter pornography again and on a consistent basis uh until probably like sophomore junior year of high school um which is uh which is which is crazy because like there's just like this big wide gap of my years as i was a younger kid that i didn't even really think about it you know um and then when I was in high school and into like college and stuff like that, uh, honestly, it was like very much like on and off. Like it wasn't like uh, something, it wasn't a weekly thing. It wasn't a monthly thing. Um, sometimes it would be a weekly thing. It, it just like, it, it just like changed. And then, um, and then, you know, when I really began to struggle with it, interestingly enough, it's when I began to be, be began to be convicted about it. Hmm. Right. And so when I encountered Jesus and now it was a matter. Well, it, I mean, this is the, also the reason why is because when I encountered Jesus, I realized I also realized that sex outside of marriage was something right. to be convicted which, about. Which, correct me if I'm wrong. When you encountered the Lord, it was it was in college. college so you're 20, yeah, 2021, 2021. Yeah, okay, sorry, okay. something like that. So um, so then because because I wasn't living a life where i was having marriage or sex outside of marriage now pornography was the outlet right and so it was um and again it was like it, it just it ebbed and flowed like like it, weeks go will go by months will go by then what you know what i'm saying so i never i don't think i would ever consider myself as as like being necessarily quote-unquote addicted and probably because i i picture addiction uh, looking something like people doing it every day or multiple times a day or something like that but it definitely mastered me like mm -hmm. it always it always called me back um and um yeah it just it is always called me back and then and then i struggle with it as i was a christian i struggle with it as i was a worship leader mm -hmm. um i struggle with it uh, even while i was engaged mm -hmm. you know and um by the grace of god it, like after i got engaged i don't like like I didn't yeah. do that anymore, which yeah. is, which is different. You know, our story, wanna, yeah. our story alone is different in that. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. um, yeah. So really, really over the years, um, fighting, you know, I, I used to, I, I used to make excuses, uh, for my flesh, like, you know, Oh, I lost this battle, but I'll win the war. You know, like I literally used to used to like do different things like that there. And, and I learned that there's a, a big, big difference between fighting to be free and just taking hits and thinking it will just always be a thorn in your flesh. You know, porn and lust will dig its roots in you and establish death. If a you're thorn in your flesh, I don't think I, I don't think I have ever, seen a more like bro that scripture is used for so many different things like th like that scripture is used for so many different sins mm -hmm. yep yep like when a thorn in, in reality the, the thorn in flesh is not not even a what do you, let me ask the, you directly what do you think was a thorn in the flesh in, in just a, in just a few words yeah and, and we could be, i, I, we I could actually be think it was his pain in his sight 
Okay. I yeah. think it was something physical yeah. as well. Yeah, Great. like a Let's physical move. ailment, yeah. right? Because he, he asked the Lord to continue to, to heal him, and then he says the devil continues to bring it up. And da, 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 so we right? can define now. Yeah. We can define now that if Jesus came to die on the cross so that the power of sin mm-hmm. to control you will be put to death on yeah. the cross, sin is not a thorn in your flesh. Right. Sin is something that it God needs des- to die. God designed you to become free from it. And die. Correct. Like like okay. the old the old you is gone. Okay. And it needs to move forward. Wait, but I and why to, does that need to be defined? The reason why I wanted yeah. to stop yeah, it yeah, for yeah. a second is because when you are heavily mastered by that, and I can say from from experience, when you're heavily mastered by a temptation or or just sin. You begin to look at even scripture, the truth of scripture. You begin mm-hmm. to change it, twist it, and twist it. Mm-hmm. Um, bec- and, and, and listen, it, it, it happens because we feel so powerless. Mm-hmm. I remember, bro. Yeah. I remember feeling Dude, you. You mentioned it was so like powerless or something, bro. The sin would hit me three, four times a day. Mm. Dude, it was it was a daily wow like mm. confrontation. Mm. With my flesh. I mean, I had days like that too, though. Dude, but it was normal for me. Mm. Like, like I had shower covenants daily. Wow. Like, that's how this was Can so rooted. Can I ask rooted. you something? Yeah. Now that you're older, do you think that one of the reasons why that was the case was because you were homeschooled? So you ready for this? Yeah. Idle time. Yeah. So idle time is one of the most sneaky things that because produce, when i was in high school that so like death, high right? school experience was different mm-hmm. you had a lot of time mm-hmm. as you're saying idle mm-hmm. time i bro i was like i was going to school every morning mm-hmm. i was after school i had soccer practice after yeah. soccer practice i had club soccer practice which i had like, I, had, I had i had that stuff too mm-hmm. I, I had school sports like i had the same thing but, I but you weren't it. overscheduled like i was yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah, what i'm yeah, saying yeah. well so, you were stuck around people you were Correct. stuck around people all Which day. Really, well, yeah. well, you know, again, homeschooling was such a blessing in so mm-hmm. many ways. And, you know, my, my parents blessed me and I believe I'm the man I am today because of homeschooling. And we've mm-hmm. talked about homeschooling our own kids, like stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I'm it's but but no, it's it's that idle time. Uh, yeah. And it's the same when I say idle time. If you let me put it this way. The idle time of nighttime, like you're in places you shouldn't be at a time you shouldn't nighttime be, is dangerous, right? Like bro. or yeah. early morning, like dude, it was just it was idle. Yeah. So instead of having a plan and a course of action and where my attention is already drawn to, mm. this is this is why. Let me put it this way: Oof, ooh, this is nothing to do with my notes. Nothing to do with my notes in any level. Some people purposely are busy to never deal with their soul in the lust of what's going on within their flesh. They're purposely busy to excuse and never try to conquer it. Okay. And and along with that, let me finish. Let me finish. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta finish this. Go ahead. Because I know men that are emotionally in so much pain that are not healthy, Mm. that are like that are truly battling so many different sins, but they purposely make themselves busy instead of doing the work to be mm. free with Jesus. And so then, because this is why some people are scared of silence, are scared of slow, and are scared of like just quiet peace. I was scared of that. Because mm-hmm. they're afraid of what's going to come out of their mind and their flesh mm. in that moment. Whether it's because someone passed away, whether it's because you are sinful and you did cheat or you did do this or you did like, like I was scared of idle time because I didn't deal with the things. Well, and the Lord was still working it out in your life. Right. right so right, like, right, so right. he was he was still bringing it to fruition. I'll say, like, I heard this from the Holy Spirit. Like, when at the, it's, this was actually at the start of my my true freedom, I heard the Holy Spirit tell me, "If you're not free when you're by yourself, mm-hmm. you're, you're not, not free." free. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because so if you if you are, and this is again, this is so far from my notes. If you are afraid of quiet time you may actually need to be bringing more quiet time to the Lord. Because if if you're afraid of being alone with your thoughts because you don't know what's going to come out of you, you need to take your thoughts captives and renew your mind, as Romans 12 says. You need, like, you need to, you need to, you need to. Because what's happening is you are actually numbing the trueness of who you are. 
because, oh, well, I'm just really busy with work. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to play sports. I'm going to do this. And so what you're actually doing is you're trying to remain busy instead of living free. Well, it's and a I, very I, big difference. And I'll very, say this too. This is what, maybe this is a whole different podcast because, bro, that that is something this that- This is one of the lessons where we dis- uh, agree to disagree is that I don't think, I'm obviously everything in excess is bad, but I don't think that being productive, therefore being away from moments where you so for example i'll tell you as a married man today i go to bed at 9 p.m mm-hmm. I, like i'm in bed with my wife but by you're 9 not PM. purposely saying i'm like let me put i'm this not way. but it's a, it's of great great help yes because even yes, now yes, yes, even yes, yes. today even today and i bet you bro because that was such a liar mm-hmm. that i bet you the algorithm probably oh, changes after a certain oh, point of the night you absolutely. know what i'm saying yep. so so you know now you know you and i have talked about yeah. this off mic like now i don't deal with pornography praise god bro i never thought i 10 years ago i never thought i'd be able to say that mm-hmm. five years ago uh, no five years ago i was already free 10 years ago I, I i wouldn't have been able to tell you that bro i never used but to think that i'd go one day without it i know me too yeah, I used to think this. I used to think, and part. you, some of you guys may be listening to this and thinking, I, I just want you to have hope in your heart. I used to think there is going to be, there's never going to be a chance that I'll be able to overcome such a powerful mm-hmm. urge mm-hmm. in my in my flesh. I, I I used to think that, but anyway, like speaking of like quote unquote being busy in your routine, helping you in that yes. sense. Yes, like, there's I do a think big that difference. That is, can, I, I, do, I do think. Let me finish that that sentence. And, and and you yeah and you can go. Uh, I I do believe that there are healthy healthy routines and healthy habits that will help you. You know what I'm saying? Like for I'll give you an example. Like hundred percent. I'm like if I'm out all day mm-hmm. at work, I'm not thinking about that. Right. If I right. if 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 yep. my, if my wife goes to bed and I go to bed with my wife, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm, thinking you're about not thinking that. About if it. I yep. now yep. does that mean that there aren't going to be moments where like I'm scrolling and I see something mm-hmm. and I have the chance to mm-hmm. go down that line. Mm-hmm. No, that's mm-hmm. going to present itself. But I do believe that fruitfulness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'll say this super briefly. David fell when he was idle at home yes. and he should have been at he war. He should have been at war. Yep. And, and, and I have seen myself fall when I'm idle and not at war, not being productive, not being, not working hard for my family, not, um, you know, just whatever. pursuing the king just, yeah, or just, something like, yeah. and that's why I really, to be honest, that's why I actually think this is a different topic because this does like, and and we, we can talk, we about, need, we can talk about a different yeah. time because in reality, there is a lot of truth to idle hands, but then on top of it, there's some people that purposely are idle or they're afraid to be idle with the Lord, like quiet with the Lord because they're sure. afraid to be alone with their own thoughts. And yeah. that's, and that's a whole different world that does lean into pornography and lust and things like that well and maybe but, and i think okay so let's transition back to the topic mm-hmm, that we were talking about mm-hmm. um and we'll talk about that different podcast and mm-hmm. i think the key is in what you just said maybe we shouldn't be allowed with our own thoughts okay maybe and this is this is this is um okay so so i'll tell you let me let me tell you a little bit about what i believe was the wrong method okay in my journey with with pornography okay I um, got saved in an environment that was that was Assemblies mm-hmm. of God, mm-hmm. where people um, spent a lot of time, like quote unquote, warring mm-hmm. in the prayer room, warring in worship, right? Like ah, going, going, going. Now I'm not saying that that's bad because mm-hmm. a lot of the best parts of my relationship with God were 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 forged in that mm-hmm. in that zeal of being with God. But while I was in that season, I never had truth that will set me free from my sin in pornography my only solution joey Mm -hmm. was to was if i was really tempted was to get on my knees and just shout as much prayer as i could Mm -hmm. and can i tell you i failed when i did that i felt probably 90 percent of the time now why now, now, now listen so 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 i'll go back to the thought that you said <laughs> the thought that you said which was be a lot with your thoughts and I, so I, so i'm gonna praise god here and tell you i understand now however many years i've been saved let's say it's 15 years the power of meditating on his word the power of meditating on his word and by meditating i don't mean like I don't, I don't mean that I would sit, you know, read a scripture and, and, um, and like sit for 30 minutes mm-hmm. and like 
met like recited yeah. over and over no <laughs> what i what i mean by that is having an active conversation with the holy spirit mm-hmm. um in my day-to-day like this this would happen a lot when when i would like when i'm driving or whatever mm-hmm. and what it was it was this it was i was in an active i was in an active conversation with mm-hmm. god about my freedom mm. i was in an active conversation with god about how to be free and so mm. when i had scripture when i read scripture my my heart and my mind began to be open about the truth that sets you free i believe that the reason why people do anything in life is because of the why mm. I, i i believe that people that, that live extraordinary lives they live them the way they do because they have very strong whys mm-hmm. and i begin to realize in my in my um journey with with pornography bro i felt like i was arm wrestling temptation mm-hmm. like i was like i was just blindly no more truth like no revelation just ah get up get up get up muscle 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 go 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 right and like pray 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 worship 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 uh, hey uh, hey man i was tempted the other day bro you gotta go in the room and pray 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 yes I mean, Jesus told the disciples, stay up and pray that you would not fall into temptation. Mm-hmm. But, the, I, and I think that where, where, where you're getting to here is that prayer, e- even prayer, I didn't understand at the time that prayer was a conversation with God. Mm. Like, I believe a lot of Jesus' prayer, bro, you, you could tell me I'm wrong, people could tell me I'm wrong. I believe Jesus, a lot of Jesus' praying was hearing from the Father what to go and say. Mm. It wasn't It wasn't Jesus going, okay great i prayed like it was Mm -hmm. like he was in an active conversation Mm -hmm. with his father and so what began to happen so so i'll I'll say that for now is that i just i really believe i had an unfruitful approach an unfruitful approach you know when i realized it fast forward it eight ten years later and i was married i think i was two years married i had a i had a a buddy text me and he say hey man i need a lot of prayer for pornography and i realized 10 years had passed and i thought to myself i was where i was because god had downloaded something in my heart not because i had arm wrestled by my spiritual pi, pi what being pious is that what you call it like mm-hmm. just going in there and praying as hard as i could mm-hmm. it wasn't on my strength it was I had picked up and then we'll go into this in a second. So last sentence here, I had I had fully believed in the finished work of Jesus on the cross mm. in a way that had brought freedom to my life. Mm. And I realized as I got that text from my friend, I, I thought it's been 10 years and there are some people that remain in the same place not because they don't want to be free. Mm. They, we remain sometimes in the same place because we are not actively curiously asking god how and why because most of our curiosity is in the other vein our curiosity is in the deadliness of the sin in in that world instead of the curiosity of the living god that can you know we can live in right and in something i just i i, I just feel like we need need to hit on is um porn and lust will dig its roots into you and establish death 100%. it will if you are not aware of pornography it will start to develop even a picture for your future spouse you may even make an excuse right now like i did that you're still living a pure life that your flesh is you know i just your, your flesh is cunning i used to hear my flesh say well i'm still a virgin and then my spirit would fire back yeah but our eyes are far from it if you don't begin to clear out the deadliness of lust it will follow you into your marriage and you may even be married and wonder why your spouse isn't quote unquote satisfying you well it might just be because you have established an image a hideous and horrendous image of how a spouse should perform for you in the bedroom and in mm. physical intimacy men just a quick reminder and i've had to tell my own flesh this she is not a porn star she is your wife And those of you that are like me and have been attacked like by your flesh in the midst of marriage, the Lord will heal you 
and can set you free. Yeah, he like can. He, he really on. can. And he has. You know, like I have been attacked um, on and off mm. in my marriage. Wait a minute. You said but, he can and he has. Okay. Mm. I'm just, I'm just a little spark into pace. I'm just going to say start pace. one sentence and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut up for like three minutes, four minutes oh while Joey gosh. talks. The key is if you don't feel free, the key is you are free. Mm. Faith in that quality of freedom that God gives you is a great part mm. of becoming free. Joey keeps showing me the time, 10 minutes left. Buddy, we're going to go for we a while better, with this we one. We better go quick. <laughs> the issue is I got someone showing up here real soon. And That's I gotta all go. right. That's all, all right. All right. So um, something that I just I really, really want to hit is the scriptures that I felt to equip me for my like that began to help me um with my fight against my own lust and and hey y'all just gotta stay with me alejo put his mic down and this is the most critical thing that i believe if we can begin to get this word into things is really really critical so alejo is going to share some scripture that he has and it might even be some that i have too yeah. but he's going to share some that really helped equip him to walk in freedom and fight the good fight and just flee from temptation yeah. you know these things so go ahead hit that's it that's great guys so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to hit this quick because i just i i really I, ever since i became free from pornography I have wanted to share this truth. I have wanted to, man, so much. I haven't, I haven't written it down until just now, and so I just want to go through a few points and and, and to hopefully, um, not hopefully, prayerfully, I believe this is going to help somebody. So, I have a few things. So, the the first thing is this. The first thing is I believe that the truth is what sets us free. Why do I believe that? Because Jesus said it. Jesus said, "You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free." What do I mean by that? I don't believe. Um, well, actually, I'm, I'm not going to go into any other option. The Bible, the Jesus says that the truth will set you free. And so what I'm going to do in the next few points is, is I want to show you, I want to I share with you the truth that God shared with me. And he shared me layers and layers of truth so that I would be free and more, that, more than free living an abundant life in this regard. So the first is this. You need to know that sin is somebody. Sin is an entity. And, um, and, and sin uh, has uh, a great desire to have its way with you. Uh, the Bible says that whenever Cain uh, was plotting and was thinking and was jealous and, and wanted to kill Abel, that the Lord said to Cain, sin is crawling at your door, crouching at your door, and it's, it wants to have its way with you. And the Bible in the New Testament talks about over and over and over about sin being an entity it is a noun and so you need to know that sin is uh is actively pursuing you actively pursuing you so i want to tell you a quick story so uh this is back when i was uh i had already gotten uh, married i was maybe two years into being married again hadn't watched the video hadn't done any of those things that i really really hated i was living a free life i have been living a free life for ever since i a little bit since before i got married which is amazing and I got this email on my email. It said something along the lines of, hey, listen, um, it, this is so-and-so. Um, I, I hate to tell you this. Uh, it was an extremely sarcastic and extremely just cruel email. It said, I hate to tell you this, but I have all this uh, all this footage of you watching pornography online. Uh, I'm going to release this footage to everybody um, if you don't send me blank and blank amount of money. I got that uh, email two years into being married. I saw the email. Initially, I had this overwhelming fear come over me. And then 30 seconds later, I just felt the Holy Spirit tell me and, and the Father tell me, you are a new creation. That's not what you are anymore. Don't worry about that. But um, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. This was this was before I got married. This was actually before I got married. So, um, so I got this email uh, and this was actively uh, when I was still like, I was still getting the, like the, like sins claws off of me, lust claws off of me. So I got this email and I realized as I read this email, I, I got a glimpse on the personality of the devil. I realized that I was, this first thought that came to my, through my mind, I, I thought, wow, how demonic is this email? Somebody is literally profiting from my shame. Somebody's profiting from my shame. And then I realized this is the devil's 
plot the devil and I, I want you to hear me if you are struggling with pornography right now i want you to hear me when i tell you this the animal or the, the enemy sorry wants to open the cage of sin and say hey come in here this is great and then once you take a step inside he wants to shut the door he wants to call his buddies he wants to parade you around and laugh at you and mm. rejoice in your fall and i realized that as i got that email i was like holy crap i thought this joey i thought mm. The devil hates me. Mm. I never knew how much he hated me. Mm. Like mm. I always thought he just kind of disliked me. Mm. But when I got that email, I realized, wow, you got to really hate somebody. Mm. You have to really, really hate somebody to want to parade them in the worst part of mm. their lives. The just to shame. rejoice about the it. Shame. Right. Oh, yeah. man. And so yeah. I was like, holy moly. I realized the devil hates me. The, re mm. the devil really, really hates me. That, that's his intention. His intention. And so from this email, I gathered the Lord gave me a gift from this email. The devil wanted to take away from me. The, de mm. the Lord gave me a gift. He meant for something for good? That's oh, right. <laughs> he gave me righteous anger. Oh, come on. Okay. Come on. So I, so I read this email and I realized, man, F this devil. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I don't cuss. But that's what I thought. I thought, man, you hate me. I hate you back, boy. Yeah. Right? So anyway, I got this this this. It, this righteous anger in my heart and i realized that lust joey mm, mm. lust so then i picture this i pictured the lord gave me this this image and again this is why we we meditate with the lord mm. i thought i picture this i thought what is the most disgusting version of lust that i can picture i thought of a child molester mm. and i and i and i thought and i thought sin the lord as i meditated with the lord the lord showed me sin is like a child molester wanting to have its way with you take your innocence mm. and, and i pictured i pictured the most disgusting uncle with the most evil intentions wanting to have its way with me and mm. take my righteousness my righteousness take my innocence and i realized now anytime sin showed up at the door and temptation showed up at the door instead of seeing it as a part of me because this is where the separation happened bro this is when the separation happened. Before this email, I thought that my temptation for pornography was me. Hmm. That I was sin. But then I realized that Jesus became sin on the cross so that I wouldn't have to be sin. That I would be the righteousness of Christ. And so I realized I'm not sin. Sin wants to have its way with me. And I allow it sometimes. Hmm. I just say, you know what? Yes, welcome Uncle Billy, you disgusting horrible uncle billy take my innocence mm. you know what i'm saying and so i began to see it that way and i so the first thing that i began to do joey is i began to address sin verbally and say absolutely not you you i started to say bro and anytime i was alone okay anytime i was alone and i couldn't and and you know like what we're talking about like if you're free you're gonna be free when you're by yourself right yeah, yeah. i would be alone and i would tell sin to be like dude absolutely not absolutely not anytime we'll be tempted so the first thing is you need to know who is sin the second thing is this there is good rebellion there's good rebellion okay so I'll, I'll go through this one quickly and i'll just tell you that righteous living is obedience to god but it is also rebellion towards the enemy you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. what it's it's both mm -hmm. when you live a righteous life you rebel against the enemy so now the enemy the lord has given me this righteous anger towards mm -hmm. this entity that wants to have its way with me and i read this scripture bro this scripture changed my life mm -hmm. it says um in romans 8 uh 3 verse uh i forget exactly which one it is but it says this it says and in that body god declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins now listen to this. I read this, man. Oh, thank you, God, for your word. I read, therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation hmm. to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. So picture, now I know Uncle Billy wants to have its way with me. And now God's word tells me, hey, son, you don't have to give yourself over to that disgusting entity that wants to have its way with you. Hmm. And why was that so important, Joey? Because there was a time when I thought, like just like you said, there's going to be never a day mm -hmm. when I can overcome this temptation. Mm -hmm. And God told me directly, bro. I'm, it just sounds like, honestly, before it made before I was ready for it to make sense, I read that scripture and it was like, okay, yeah, I'm not obligated, but I still want to. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah. then I realized that it wanted to have its way with me. Right. So now it's it was sin. trying to be your slave master. Let me tell you something right now. Sin will always ask for your consent. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you are not urged to do what your sinful nature tells you to do. So the, the second thing is, listen, exercise good rebellion. Exercise good rebellion. So that's the second thing. The third thing is this. You have to own your identity. This is the second thing that the Lord showed me. Listen, as a son of God, this is what the Bible says. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ, to be the righteousness of Christ, okay? And Romans 8, 9 says this. By the way, if you're dealing with this, Romans 8 is where you need to live your life. Stop reading the Bible in a whole year. Grab Romans 8 and spend six months in it. Just grab Romans. Yeah. Just grab so, the entire book of Romans. But you are not controlled by your <laughs> sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. Okay? There's an if in there. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. And remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to Him at all. Okay? So the Lord gave me this. It's an, that, that scripture is an equation for your identity. Mm -hmm. An equation for your identity. It says this. If you are saved... Then the Holy Spirit is in you. A, A equals C. Uh-huh. And if the Holy Spirit is in you. C equals B. Then you are controlled by the Holy Spirit. Okay? B now, equals D. Correct. Now, the other equation, the opposite is if you are not saved. Z. The Holy Spirit is not in you. By Y. And if the Holy Spirit is not in you. Y by Then you are Q. controlled by your sinful nature. Come on. Right? So, in other words, what Romans 8 is saying is you are actually of a different kind now. You are are controlled by this your 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 uh by the spirit you are a child of god you are the righteousness of god and so this is what i wrote i wrote you have to it says freedom for, it says freedom from righteousness not for righteousness you are already righteous mm. and god has prepared good works for you to walk in you don't have to create them they're already there for you you just have to decide to walk in good works and so it's, it is a decision to have an identity in Christ and to believe who he says that you are and to work from what he's done, not for what you want in your life. So that's the second point. This is this is uh, the fourth one. Love is the highest standard. And this is the last one. And this is where I'm going to sit because this is actually what the Lord, not sit, this is where I end. Because this, this is where the Lord truly, truly gave me all the means to be free. So all of those, all of those previous ones, man, I'm sweating because literally I just feel this in my bones, bro. The joy, joy is feeling me standing up here because I know what it's like, man. Yeah. I know what it's like yep. to to yep. to live in a mm -hmm. Christianity and feel like yep. an imposter. Yep. I know what it's like to go and lead worship and see people getting saved, and then mm. you get home and you watch porn and you masturbate, and then you get into that shower and make that covenant, and you go, gosh. Maybe I'm not saved. Maybe I don't know God. And Maybe then I'm you not. rinse yeah. and repeat. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I know. And so what I'm trying to tell you today, guys, is that the truth will set you free. Maybe the reason why you're still dealing with it, if you are, is that you don't know something. There's something you don't know. There's something you don't know. So listen, my fourth point is this. Love is the highest standard. Love is the highest standard. And the Bible says that, that, that love would cover all the law and the prophets. If we would just love... Mm. If we would just live by love, hmm. we wouldn't have hmm. to follow each specific law. Listen, guys, doing the right thing, not watching porn, it's not about you not doing the wrong things and, yes, doing the right things. Hmm. It's about love. It's about love. And so um, this is what I wrote, okay? Um, the first thing is this. You have to ask yourself, who... Does lust hurt? Who does it hurt? Who does it hurt? Whose heart does it hurt? You already know it hurts the heart of Jesus. But I want to give you a few a few lines here of people of of um of 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 people. If you are still in pornography, it means that you don't love one of these groups of people, or you don't love all of them. Okay, so I'm gonna go on a list. Jesus, you have to love Jesus. And by loving Jesus, I mean you have to practice faithfulness towards God because he is the lover of your soul. That You need to love God. If you are dealing with pornography still, love is the standard God wants you to be at to love him. Okay, that, You already know that. And that's the reason why you feel so bad. I'm going to go down the line. This is the second one. You need to love yourself. You need to love yourself. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6.18, 
run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Listen, when you watch porn and you masturbate, you are sinning against yourself. You are telling yourself, I don't love you. I don't love you. It's actually uh, pornography and masturbation is an example of lack of self-worth. Okay. And, and, and sexual sin is an attack on you. The effects, listen, there are physical and mental effects to pornography. Many people that are on pornography are depressed. They have fixed physical inability to perform in their marriages, to serve their spouses with their sexual life. They, they are rewiring their brains. This is part of the reason why when you're addicted, you feel like you can never leave. It's because your brain has literally been rewired to try to get that dopamine as quickly and as soon as you can, right? And when you when you break free from that, you're openly getting into a journey of healing yourself, loving yourself, right? So so that's that's it. You have to love yourself. That's the third is this. You have to love your future spouse or your current spouse or your marriage. Yep. You have to love. Listen, you're rubbing. If you are in pornography, you are rubbing your marriage. You are rubbing yourself from a from the blessing that could be in your marriage when it comes to your sexual life, to the good curiosity in your marriage and in your sexual life and in, in, in your in your um, married uh, bed. This is the fourth one. Bro, this one really got me. Your generations. God said, son, I need you to love your generations. Do you understand that if you're not free from this, bro, there's so much sexual sin in my past, in my generations. My grandpa, my grandfather, bro, he probably slept with hundreds of women. There's so much sexual sin from my father. You know what I'm saying? From my, 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 my mom's brothers and stuff like that. And you know what the yeah. Lord told me? He said, son, if you don't break it. Mm. Come on. Break it. Your kids. I didn't Come even on. have Luca yet, bro. Come I on. didn't have my, my, my daughter broken. that's coming. Come on. Come on. And, Come on. and the Lord said, will you pass down righteousness instead? Shall not reign in love my Love your home. kids. Come on. Love your Come kids. On. Son, son, pray. Ask me that I will give you a love for your children. Mm. So much love that when you feel temptation to have to watch pornography that you'll think of your kids and you think of their future and you think mm. of how it's going to affect them Bro, even the if they never know because listen yeah. listen listen even if your kids never know that you watch porn mm. it will still affect them in the spirit yep. come on it come will on. still affect them come in on. the spirit come on and so Bro, one of the things on that right there, one of the things that began to set me free that helped me in my spiritual walk was the Lord gave me a picture because I always wanted to be a father. And it's funny that the Lord would give me a little girl first, yeah. but I always wanted yeah. to be a father. And the Lord gave me the picture that that is someone's little girl. Yeah. That yep. is someone's little girl that you are yeah. looking at. There's someone you're sexualizing. That's someone's little girl. And bro, I began to be the thought Feel of Feel the like, feelings of that dude, father. Heck no. Of that girl's father. I would never, never, I would never want anyone looking at my kid like that. I'd never want to be the person that looks at another woman like that that's not like my spouse you know all of these things and bro begin to set me free let's and, take the screen away let's take yeah. the screen away yep dude let's pretend that we know somebody's daughter yep. who likes to go and strip yep okay and then take the screen away pretend that somebody decides to profit from it and parade her around naked mm -hmm. and dudes just line up and start masturbating mm -hmm. that's pretty much what's happening that's exactly what it's porn is dark. correct it's just in dark correct yep. so love Love, love, and, and that's actually where I was going, is you have to love the people you watch. Mm -hmm. So that's the fifth, the fifth category. You, do you love the world? Do you love the world? Do you love the people that are lost, man? Like if you're a Christian, guys, if, and, if, and if you have a heart for the lost, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't have a heart for the lost. Let me tell you something. That girl, after she, she has sex with 50 guys in any given week and records those videos, you know what happens, bro? Can you imagine if we take shower covenants, what happens to that girl? Mm. Mm. Can you imagine what happens to her? Listen, and then the last one is this. You have to love the world. Guys, the only reason why the sexual industry survives and thrives is because there are consumers. Mm -hmm. if, you keep, if you keep the boat up, you are working for the enemy, not against them. And 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 so and so I'll I'll, re I'll just listen. Ask the Lord to show you love for Him, for yourself, for your spouse, for your children, for your neighbor, and for the world. So, let's talk about some scriptures. I'm literally going to just read 
the word, the word that would come out of me, the word that would fight with me, the word would fight through it. I think we're going to land uh, once I'm done with all the scripture and the couple points that I got after. So um, let's just start. One of the most powerful scriptures for me was Job, Job 31.1, that I will make a covenant with my eyes. I have made a covenant with my eyes that I shall not look upon a woman lustfully. Matthew 26.41, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Luke 18, 27. But he said, what is impossible with men is possible with God. Romans 7, 15 through 17. For I do not understand my own actions. For I do not know what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but the sin that dwells within me. Romans 13, 13 through 14. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies, not in drunkenness, and and not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexual immoral person sins against his own body or do you not know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit within you whom you have from god you are not your own for you were bought with a price so glorify god in your body first corinthians 10 13 no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man god is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability but with the temptation he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it galatians 2 20 i have been crucified with christ it is no longer i who live but christ who lives within me and the life i now live in the flesh i live by the faith in the son of god who Worship loved me and gave himself for me galatians 5 16 but i say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh galatians 6 1 brothers if anyone is caught in any transgression you who are spiritual should restore him in the spiritual of gentleness keep watch on yourself lest you too be tempted philippians 4 8 finally brothers whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commendable if there is any excellence if there is anything worthy of praise think about such things hebrews 2 18 for because he himself can I pause you there? Can I pause you there? Oh, I, man, I'm on a roll. About, you got me keep okay, going. No, no, no. With the thinking about, read that one about the, your thoughts being said on on. Because it goes to Romans 12, but I'll read it again. Well, I'll say I'll uh, say this. I'll say this because you already read it. I'll say this, guys. I want to give you hope in something. I always thought I would always remember the memories of the pornography that I watched. Mm. Come on. Can I testify about something, Joey? Come on. I don't remember what it looks like anymore. Burnt out. Burnt out. Bro, it's gone. Burnt out by the truth, by the word. Come on, bro. And the Lord can reset your mind. And some of you might have picture memories will like healed, me. Physically Dude, healed. I, I have to try to think back to the first time. I have to try to think back to it because the Lord has begun to redeem and heal my mind. So let's keep going. Keep going. Hebrews 2.18. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Hebrews 4.15. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who is in every aspect and every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. James 1.12-18. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test he will receive the crown of life which god has promised to those who love him let no one say when he is tempted i am being tempted by god for god cannot be tempted with evil and he himself tempts no one but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desires then desire when as conceived gives birth to sin and sin when it's fully grown brings birth to death james 4, bro can we pause there for a second no i gotta keep going yeah. you gotta let me there's keep a going. Lesson, there's a there's the last no. one. There's the last oh one. There's the last thing. Gosh. Hey, guys, this is the thing with the, the enemy sin. So that one about sin becoming death. This is the thing with every sin is that, you know, you often wonder why people end up, you know, sharing child pornography, like selling that stuff. Guys, one of the other reasons to be free from pornography is that the enemy will take you deeper into the cave of darkness. And what you've watched at first will not be the thing that satisfies you mm-hmm. satisfies you later. Mm-hmm. It 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 only gets darker and darker and darker and darker. It's and numbness. so don't it's let numbness. it become death. 
Rebel. Mm-hmm. Yep. James 4, 17. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. 1 Peter 4, 12. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. 1 Peter 5, 8 through 11. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Resist him. Be firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever. Now, there's one. One more. I gotta read. I gotta read. And I had it, it up on my phone, and I closed it. Do it. Um, and we got we gotta finish uh, because my my next my 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 thing is is right here. So uh, let's see, let's see. Um, Romans six dead to sin and alive to God. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death. And in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we have If we have died with Christ, we believe that we also live with him. We know that Christ being raised from the dead will will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the the death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as an instrument for unrighteousness but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and your members to God as an instrument for righteousness for sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under the law but under grace what what then are we to sin because we are not under the law but under grace by no means do you not know that if you present yourself to anyone as obedient slaves you are slaves of the one whom you obey either of sin which leads to death or of obedience which leads to righteousness but thanks be to god that you who are once slaves of sin have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you were committed and having been set free from sin have become slaves of righteousness i'm speaking in human terms because of your natural limitation for just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness leading to more lawlessness so now present your members as slaves to righteousness leading to sanctification for when Mm. you were slaves of sin you were free in regard to righteousness but what fruit were you getting at that time from the things of which you are now ashamed for the end of those things is death but now that you have been set free from sin, but now you have become slaves of God. But now the fruit you get leads to sanctification and it ends in eternal life for the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That is Romans six. Go read it. But I have to finish here. You, you had all your time. It's my turn. I'm not saying uh, anything. He, he I'm literally just sitting talk. here. All right. Now, listen, 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 listen. These are some things that helped me in in my youth when I was in high school. Look for the signs. I had some habits before I started to walk down the aisle with death. You need to go sit on that statement for a minute. Uh, I, I would close the door. I would lock it, turn off the lights. It was always late at night. It'd be different things like, you know, my Wi-Fi would cut off randomly and I'd get mad. My internet would go slower and I'd get frustrated. There'd be a branch that would hit my window and I'd like freak out. Like, like there was these, there were signs. And what happens was it, it was actually the Lord had my youth pastor at the time speak a message about how there are signs leading up to death. And that there is a yield, there's a stop, there's a danger, there's a, you know, hey, stop Mm -hmm. sign, red light coming up. And then there is a dead end right before. And you'll see these things. And when I ask the Lord to give me eyes to see these things and and strength to flee from the temptation, I'm telling you, man, I began to notice. I'd close my door and I'd lock and be like, oh, 
wait a minute, why am I doing this? And I'd unlock the door and I'd open the door and I'd, and I'd, and I'd leave my room. Like you begin to see signs if you begin to ask the Lord to, to show the signs of, of how you begin to walk in sin and lust and pornography and these things. And listen, this is extremely critical. Stop trying to fight temptation and flee from the devil. Flee from temptation and stand firm against the devil. Ephesians 6 states this, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. And Ephesians continued, therefore take up your whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Like stand firm against the devil. Stop like fleeing the devil. He's defeated. And, and stop trying to stand against temptation that the word of God says, run, flee, sprint. I literally would run out of my bedroom. I'd run out of my house. I'd get in the car and I'd drive. Whatever it was, you, would, you need to start fleeing. And the last thing that we're ending here is this. Seek him desperately and be fully dependent on him. When I began to walk in true freedom from lust, it, it was when... Uh, like when, when I started to have like the grip free for me and this may sound overly simple, but one day I just seeked the Lord and I lived with him the entire day. Like I gave him my life. And then the next day I did the same thing. I went to work, I gave him my life. I was with him in a relationship the entire day and I did it again the next day and again the next day and the next day. And the next thing I knew it had been years since porn was even a glimpse in me. Now, that doesn't mean it didn't try to tempt me. It doesn't mean it didn't try to knock and tempt me. But my eyes were so fixated on Yeshua, the king, that when it knocked, I didn't answer and I was able to run away. Because I was so desperately dependent on Yeshua, it had no space and it had no room for like it in my life that is when freedom began to take place in me was whenever i fixated my gaze on yeshua and yeshua alone and men women we know this is a heavy topic we know this is a real topic thank you for listening i pray that the word may be active and alive in you i pray that you would hear from our hearts that we are men that fought this and battled through this and that you can be free and that you can live a free life because he is with you he is for you he is not against you and you can be healed that the images that have you feel like are scarred that are burnt into your mind god can free you from it but you must begin to take the obedient steps to fixate your life on jesus and run and flee from temptation and i'm telling you when you are desperately dependent on yeshua your life will begin to be free from it i love you guys we love you guys thank you for the opportunity and thank you for listening about how sometimes there you make some covenants in the shower but it's time to live it out every day and say my life is yours jesus in all things hey listen if you guys want to talk more about this uh even privately um we are of course we're going to talk to guys about this so if you're a male and you want to have a conversation with us about this please um you know reach out to us and we'll be happy to have a conversation love you guys and uh, we believe in the work that jesus did so that we can all be free amen. see you guys soon amen amen